All right, we're back. Another one. I think it's volume six at this point, six or five. We've been going here, running back the hits. We're back. No special guest this week. No special guest. It's me and Youngest. We're back to the original crew. I'm so excited. Youngest is back. You can't see it. I'm smiling bright as shit through the camera right now. I'm excited that we're back. Youngest, what's up, man? What's been going on? Not much, not much. I'm excited to talk about our topic today. Uh, today we'll be talking about Vince Staples. Uh, this episode's all Vince Staples. I think our goal today is we're going to kind of build a time capsule for Vince. Um, so me and Lee are going to go back and forth. We're going to bring up different Vince Staples things. There's no real like construction of this. So it could be a song. It could be a tweet. It could be an interview. It could be a music video. Yep. And, and with Vince, you, you're getting all that. You're getting all that. Exactly. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about him in a bit and like why he's one of these people that we can do this for compared to a lot of other artists that you really can't. And really how it's going to work is we'll bring up something. Me and Lee will discuss it. We'll decide if we want to put it on our list, if it's in the time capsule or if it's something we're going to leave out completely and try to whittle it down to about 10 things. Yeah. So if you if you've never listened to Vince Staples, you're thinking about getting into him. We're going to try to give you all the bullet points that you need to hit. That that's that's the goal. Exactly. Kind of give you uh an insight and the main reason we're doing this this week, um Vince has an upcoming album, the Vince Indeed. Staples, the Vince Staples album, the self-titled yeah. album. Yep. He's got a Netflix show on the way. And he had just released a single. Um, single came out last week, I think. Law, yep, law, law, law of Averages. averages. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Law of Averages. Um, but yeah, Vince is an interesting fellow. Can you tell me, Lee, like how you got into Vince at first? So, like, I think I said my age. I'm, I'm 23 now. So I didn't think I was, I wasn't really in my exploration mode when Vince was kind of bubbling. I didn't really get around till I think Senorita was the first that I heard of Vince Staples. Um, hearing like the future hook on there and hearing that song and just being like, okay. And I kind of tuned out after that, honestly. I don't think I got into the album that I'm sure we'll talk about later until a couple years later when I was like in college and stuff. So Senorita for me is that opening point. I kind of had to go back and do some digging after. Yeah. So, I mean, I did a little bit of digging backwards, but I think. I'm not really sure how it came about. Um, I know he dropped Hands Up, a song of Hell Can Wait, kind of in the wake of the shooting of Michael Brown in uh, Ferguson. Yep. And I don't know if it was an article or if it was music like that that was kind of just playing through. And that's when I first heard Vince. And I was like, well, this is a new guy and this is good. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. And so I dug into Hell Can Wait, and I loved it. And I kind of remember what you're talking about, like Senorita dropping, and I was like, oh, wow, he got Future on a hook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was a sampled hook, but still, it's like yeah. he got the approval from Future. He, yeah, he bought it. So Yeah, so I, I dug in from there and kind of went backwards, heard the sh- uh, Shine Chain collection. Yeah, yeah, Shine Cold Chain. Yep, and... Um, like winter in Prague and stolen youth 
which yeah. we might get into. Yeah, too. yeah, we should. I hope. I'm pretty sure we will. I hope. <laughs> yeah, but Vince as a whole, he's not my favorite rapper. I won't say that. Yeah, but he is definitely my favorite personality within the industry itself because to me he he's kind of I don't know he has the outgoingness of someone that seems like they want to be the center of attention yeah but at the same times the words he says and when he's in these interviews you get this idea that he hates this rap stuff and he doesn't want to do it yeah, and I kind of go back and forth of deciding, like, is he doing this for fun or is he doing this because it makes him money? Yeah, I think it's the the authenticity is is off the charts with Vince Staples. He's never yeah, it's center screen. Yeah, and it's I think it's screen. it's authenticity plus he's just that interesting of an individual. Like the way his mind works, and we'll pro- we'll get into it with the music because a lot of his music is really left of center with what he chooses to do, production wise and feature wise and stuff like that. So I think he's really just an interesting mind. Like, I think he has an interest in like other art. Like, I think he's a he's like a fan of paintings and shit like that. I think he's just a very interesting mind. And when you put in where he grew up and how he got into music, which we we might get into it, I think it's just such an interesting concoction and that that's how we give in stables. So, well, let's kind of get into how he got into music. So Vince Staples is just a dude from L.A. That happened to be Long, Long Beach. With, Long Beach. Yeah, Long Beach. Sorry. Um, born in Compton, grew up in Long Beach. He just happened to be friends with like people in Odd Future, and he says like uh, Sid. Yep. Sid kind of just like pushed him into rapping just as fun. Just yeah, when Odd, they were hanging yeah. out, he'd Odd start Future rapping. Odd Future was a big, big part of it. He had. Um, he did an interview with Hot 97 way back in the day. He was talking about this. I think the story was he had a friend um, who was making music. And basically his friend was like, hey, I'm going to go to L.A. to record some music this weekend. Do you want to come with me? And Vince said, yeah, I'll go with you. And they were going to Sid's studio, which like that's such a crazy like chance that he just had a friend who was going to Sid's studio. So I think that's kind of how it started. He said he went back a couple more times and it just kind of built from there. So yeah, definitely that our future connection with Vince is super, super strong. Mm-hmm. And Earl Sweatshirt was someone he said he hit it off with right away. And he's the one that kind of got him hooked up with Mac Miller to make Stolen Youth, which had like guest verses from Mac Miller, Absol, Schoolboy. Like Schoolboy, that was really yeah. his coming, his real coming out party even though he had two mixtapes beforehand, but that was the one that really put him on the scene. Yeah, yeah. I think Stolen Youth is really where it kind of started to blossom. Shine Cold Chain Volume 1 is something that I I don't know if we'll end up putting it on our board, but I think it's something where if you're already a Vince fan and you've never heard Shine Cold Chain Volume 1, I would consider going back and listening to it because I think out of all the Vince mixtapes that we've gotten, we've gotten Stolen Youth, the Shine Cold Chain series, I think volume one of shine cold chain is a if you're a vince fan i think it's something that you should hear because you really get the rawness of stuff that ended up uh that you would see later on his summertime 06 especially i think it's like a to me it's like a light version of summertime 06 honestly like it's a baby to that so i think it's something if you're a vince fan already i would i would go check it out 
Yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, why don't we kind of dig into the Hall of Fame? What's your first lead? Do you have a first suggestion that you want to induct into? So what our, I would say, Vince Staples, Tom especially Kinks. if we're going chronologically based on just the music and time, I really want to put Shine Coulson on there, but I know we only have 10 spots, so I don't know if that's going to be enough. I, I think do you, still, do I you think want still, to do the whole thing or do you want to do like song? I would, song, I would say the, I would say the whole project because I don't there's not a yeah. ton of standout on there. I think it's just like the whole project as a whole is pretty good. I think we could we could agree on Stolen Youth, though. I think I think yeah, that would Stolen, be Stolen think, Youth is a lock for me. Yeah, I think that's a good place to start. And if you're already a fan like and you've never heard volume one, go check out volume one. But Stolen Youth for the for the cliff notes, we'll start with Stolen Youth, I think. Yeah, so let's talk Stolen Youth a little bit. I mean, Stolen Youth is a mixtape with Mac Miller as Larry Fisherman, the producer, and it is probably some of the best production I've ever heard from Mac before. And, I mean, every track he just – he smokes it on both ends and Vince – helps them out like yeah like it's, think, it's really perfectly crafted for what those two in their stages of the career in their career and what they were able to bring to the table i mean they both ended up getting better afterwards but this this is where you could see the turn for both of them yeah and when you look at how how that project came about especially um vince basically went to mag miller and was like i don't like the beats that i'm getting from other producers and matt goes don't that's no problem i'll just i'll just make you like 10 beats on my own that are fucking yeah. better than everything anyone has given you and i'll i'll do a couple of verses on there too don't worry about that and yeah the production from mac miller on here it's so crazy like and it's not even just that they're great beats it's that they're great beats made for vince staples and yeah they they are tailor-made just for him yeah and they're they're a lot better than anything odd future producers <laughs> would make i mean like yeah I, I really don't have a strong opinion either way of odd future they were cool with me but uh the one thing i'll say production wise they do not match what was able to happen on stolen youth yeah i think yeah especially when you look at this time i think a lot of odd futures talent like it, it blossomed as time went on obviously with earl and tyler frank even shit like that but yeah at the time especially on the production end there I, they they weren't doing shit like this. This was different, and uh, I mean Vince with the bar like Vince, like I, like I said, I I mentioned that you should check out Shine Cold Chain Volume One. The interesting thing about Vince Staples is like that's his first project. He had really just started rapping like a year prior. So you see the growth from Shine Cold Chain Volume One to Stolen Youth. You really get to watch him like become a rapper in real time. So. Um, he's not like super experimental with the flows here, but you just see him become more confident with his rapping over these, over these luscious, beautiful beats from Mac. And yeah, he, he's rapping his ass off on here as well. So I think we're going to agree. Stolen Youth is it. Yeah. Stolen Youth is in for sure. My next Vince Staples thing I want to put in our time capsule is the fact that he is sponsored by Sprite. <laughs> okay do you know uh i don't know if you know like timeline do you know when this is like year wise 2015 2015 okay i actually have i have two things before that the first um 
Stolen Youth comes out in June of 2013. Hold on, we don't have to go in uh chronological oh, okay, 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 here. Okay, okay. Yeah. okay yeah, yeah, okay. That's let's fine. let's throw it at the wall, see what sticks, you know. Okay, and okay. with the sprite thing, I think he just tweeted his way into it. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I believe uh, it. Yeah. He he posted a picture of him having a sprite up to his two sprites to his ear, like a phone. And tweeted out, I can't hear your negativity over the lemons and the limes. Grab a sprite. And I'm not sure if he got signed there like immediately or at or this was before and that was like his first sponsored ad. But yeah, I mean he's got the lines like on North North. Uh bitch you thirsty, please grab a sprite. Yeah, they ended up yeah. throwing that lyric on a sprite can itself. Uh, I I'm a big fan of Sprite. Sprite's yeah. probably my favorite drink. I'm not going to lie. God should have made water taste like Sprite. Shout out to Sprite. <laughs> yeah, I, I want a Sprite I, sponsorship. I agree with this, actually. And you might think it's like, if you're listening, you might think it's like a funny thing to put on here. But I think what this really shows from Vince is that, like, his mind is just broadening beyond music. Like, first he's using this, like, just really weird brain that i talked about earlier and he's only putting it into music and then as time goes on he's just fucking hilarious on twitter and he's getting into you know brand partnerships and stuff like this and this is like the first example of that of just like hey i'm like super fucking different from everybody and i'm gonna use that to get a sprite deal even though at that time he wasn't like a super popular rapper like not every not everybody knew who vince staples was so no not at all and I mean, I still don't think he's to that point that I would expect someone like Sprite to give him an ad, but he's got this personality where, I mean, he's cool. Don't get me wrong, but he doesn't play too cool. Like he yeah. is not too cool. He's not above it to go on Twitter and joke around about drinking Sprite and asking Sprite for an ad. I mean, yeah. we see like funny tweets and stuff from rappers and shit. And most of the time it's just like funny to us, like the Dolph, like what the hell's going on in Korea? Yeah. Like that. <laughs> Like, I don't think he's saying that because, like, he's legitimate. Like, that's more, like, curiosity, and he doesn't really know how Twitter works. No, yeah. Vince Vince is probably one of the most online people and yeah. one of the best people when it comes to the internet. And yeah. it's funny because this is a person that doesn't seem like he wants the fame sometimes. Yeah. That's why I go back and forth on it because he's so active on these avenues and, like, he's so good on the press circuit. And now I'm talking, he's got a Netflix show, but he still pretends like he doesn't want to do any of this. One more thing about the Sprite situation and how it just shows how smart Vince has been with his career for a while. I'm very sure that a lot of this had to do with his manager. He has one of the Mm -hmm. brightest managers in music, uh, Corey Smith. If you're familiar with Corey Smith, if you're not familiar with Corey Smith, Corey Smith is one of the just like sharpest musical minds like in hip hop. Um, He's done work with Chappelle. I think he was actually Chappelle's manager when the Chappelle show shit was going on when Chappelle went to Africa. Um, He's managed a lot of other artists, kind of like 80s, 90s hip hop acts. So really, I didn't know. I didn't know he was doing all that i thought he was just a friend of vince's because like he goes to every interview he's hanging out with him all the time you you always Um, hear him talk about Corey. yeah 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 and that's another thing with vince where i think he's such a smart dude um and i think you 
you gain a lot of those smarts from living the life that he lived. You just learn to keep people around you who like know what the fuck they're doing and can navigate through whatever we got going on. And yeah. So yeah, definitely a lot of the credit has to go to Vince, but shout out to Corey Smith. I got to give him some of that credit too. So are we putting the Vince Sprite in, out, or on the list? It's in. It's in. It's, it's, in? A, it's something that I think you should know. And Honestly, I'm yeah, putting for, it on the list. I think for, I think for the reasons that we talked about, because, and like we've talked about it before, Vince Staples is so much more than music. Like you said, Vince Staples isn't your favorite rapper. Vince Staples isn't my favorite rapper either. He doesn't particularly make my favorite my favorite brand of rap music i don't think he has like a classic album or anything yet but it's 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 all this other stuff that makes vince staples what he is and yeah i remember seeing those vince staples sprite commercials and like laughing at them and being like Mm -hmm. and seeing them ads like how the fuck is vince staples with sprite like (laughs) yeah Yeah, so what's your uh, next nomination um my next nomination uh we're gonna go back in time a little bit we're gonna go back to 2013 uh august of 2013 when earl sweatshirt um puts out doris the album and vince staples is featured on i think two or three songs but the main song i want to talk about is hive the hive yeah um yeah i think you know kind of looking at the timeline this was this album in particular is really when a lot of a lot more eyes started looking at Vince because yeah, he was kind of known as this odd future affiliate, but he hadn't really broken yet. You know, meanwhile, Tyler and Earl and Odd Future, they had their Cartoon Network shit. They were making popular music of their own. So when he had three, two or three features on this, a lot more eyes like, yo, why is this dude on Earl's album like three times? Yeah. So Earl, I'm not gonna lie, I do not like that song. Really? But I really? understand the importance it had on his career. And like, if you're going to talk about Vince Staples, you have to talk about him and Earl Sweatshirt. And if you're going to talk about a Vince and Earl Sweatshirt song, um, yeah, I'm personally think... more partial to the Earl Sweatshirt like interlude on FM. But <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, interesting. It's definitely hot. It's definitely hot. Yeah, that's so, interesting. That's crazy. I've, I, I'm not okay. I will say I don't. I like the song. I don't love it. I love Earl's verse on there. I think Earl like steals the show on it. Earl, uh, I think Vince really steals the show on there. Um, I might have to go back to it, but yeah, from what I, I mean, I don't have it saved on my phone. I really just like I remember hearing it and just being like, yeah, that's cool, and kept it moving. Yeah, so I would suggest putting it on the list, not in right away yet, yeah. on the list. Um. Well, if we're going to stay on that side of Vince. I'm going to talk about my favorite Vince video, and that's Nate. So Vince, early on, I should start saying Vince Staples. You know, we're not friends with him. We, <laughs> but yeah. we'll, call, we'll call him Vince for some, yeah, 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 come on the show, man. Come so on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, he has a song in 2014 before he even puts out his first AP, EP, AP, EP. Um, with James Fauntleroy and yeah. it's James Fauntleroy if you don't know is like one of the best singer songwriters maybe ever definitely yeah. of the last like 20 yeah. years of the 20 of the late 2000s and 2010s it's funny it even comes up because it got brought up 
we talked about Fauntleroy me when I was at Roby and Kurt like two episodes ago. We were talking about how fucking talented Fauntleroy is. He's really that dude. So yeah. Yeah, he's incredible. And the work he did with Vince on Nate, which is one of my favorite videos. Um just kind of like a little kid waking up, going through the day. Um I don't think you see Vince in it. You don't see Vince in the video at all. It's all it's all through the perspective of the kid and it the song is also from the perspective of the kid, kinda. So I mean that's definitely that's definitely something I want to include or at least have on the list or maybe what how I do have, you feel about Nate? I have never seen that video, but just based on okay. the song alone, I'm cool to being on the list. That okay. <laughs> um, one of the first times I heard from Vince and obviously because Fauntler was on it and he, so he's kind of singing on the hook but it was one of the first glimpses of oh okay this guy is going to be able to make songs like for real and something that I'm going to talk about a little later is how Vince has been able to do do a bunch of feature work on soundtracks and big EDM songs which is weird if you hear a Vince Staples song you don't think it's built for that necessarily with the shit he talks about but yeah he's very he's very eclectic yeah you cannot put him in a box when it comes musically out outside of music everything um and i don't mean that in the way a lot of rappers lately have been doing the bullshit i'm not a rapper i'm an artist don't put me in a (laughs) box type of shit fuck all that vince has a connection to things that rappers usually don't have a connection to and the biggest one is house music and I'm pretty sure that comes from him saying he never listened to rap as a kid. His mom only played house and house music kind of got co-opted by white people in the past yeah. 20 years. Yeah. When really it's a, it's, it's really a black thing. Yeah. So yeah. he, he's really into house music and it goes beyond big fish theory and a lot of those other albums. He does a lot of work with flume and, a lot of like EDM artists and house artists because that's something he truly enjoys. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with putting this Fonley Roy uh, song on the list for now for sure because yeah, like we said, it was look like here with you know hindsight, it, it kind of foreshadowed something for me of oh I, I, he he can be different, like mm-hmm. he can he can be more than what I'm hearing on some of these other you know songs from him at that time. So. Yeah, I, I throw it on the list. Okay. What's your next uh nomination? Um we have we talked about stolen youth, so I'm gonna kind of stick with Mac here. I'm gonna talk about uh Rain, which is a Mac Miller song on the uh Faces mixtape that okay. Ben Staples is featured on that I really love um uh <laughs> damn yeah yeah I can't even talk about Mac without getting like fucked up now but yeah like this was Faces is one of my favorite mixtapes from that era it's a project that especially looking back you know what I'm saying now that Mac's not here like it shows so much um that I really should have been thinking about at that time especially with Mac that I just wasn't really thinking about and uh like the Vince verse on here is just like really great um the beat on here it's just such a like faces faces is a whole thing that I could get into which I won't but faces is one of those mixtapes 
that I don't is really gonna be fucking underrated. Like, I don't, there's not that many mixtapes from the 2010s that were better than Faces to me. And Rain might be like a top three or four song on there for me. So this is something where, especially if you're more interested in that that Mac and Vince relationship, this is one that you should check out because this is post Stolen Youth. Uh, they're both kind of they're still growing as artists, but they're kind they're in their bag. Like they're both making dope music. They're really uh, firing on all cylinders and they come together on this song that I, th- I think you got to hear if, if you're a Vince fan for sure yeah I'm, I remember listening to Faces big fan of Faces um, I do not remember this song very much but I'm going to take your word for it and I'm going to put it on the list for now Yeah, put it on the list. Um, and I will let you fight for it later fair, if it gets fair. down to it we'll yeah. see um, the next thing I want to nominate now, this is the most Vince Staples thing, or you know what? Let me save that for a little later. Um, Vince being a Clippers fan, uh, <laughs> Vince Staples being a Clippers fan is like this. So, what I want to include with all this is like the Clippers tweets. Uh, so like he, he says he's a Clippers fan. Cause when he grew up, they used to give out free Clippers tickets at the YMCA. They don't give out free Lakers tickets. And he just ended up being a Clippers fan. And when the Clippers suddenly got good after getting Chris Paul, he kind of was the face of the fandom. I mean, it's, it's Billy Crystal. If you're like old and you watch the games and shit, but for the young folk, like Vince Staples, probably the biggest Clipper fan there is. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know other Clipper fans except for <laughs> Vince Staples. So. I mean, we got uh, we got tweets like uh, July 1st, 2019. Balmer got to be given Xbox Ones to the whole ESPN because I've been hearing Clippers every five minutes. And the Microsoft store responded to him, said free agency has been wild. What are your thoughts so far? And he said, just send me a new elite controller. <laughs> Uh, what else we got? He's got another tweet that says, since we're speaking on mental health, I've been a Clipper fan my entire life. Should I speak to somebody? <laughs> we love self-awareness here. Oh, uh, my God. That's funny. Like, I, I don't – there's endless amount of Clippers tweets from Vince. Uh, you can Google them and just have a good laugh. And he – yeah, I mean, he's one of the best people online. And to be a fan of a team that – cursed and one that feels like that heartbroken it just makes things a lot funnier this this is funny and this is even more of like a this this goes deeper than you might think at first because (laughs) there is this like contrarian streak to vince staples like whenever whenever you hear vince staples interview you hear him talk like there is this like contrarian like aura to him that like is is part of it's kind of unfair but it's just like sometimes the absurdity and some of the shit that he says like you like you get that feel from him and being a clippers fan is the some ultimate contrarian shit like you have another oh, team the most in the same city who has just always been better like <laughs> just like and like probably always will be like they're the like we say all the time they're the little brother and he mm-hmm. root and he roots for them <laughs> so 
That's fun. Yeah, he's. That's one of those things. Like, the the reasoning makes sense. Like, YMCA when he was a kid used to get free yeah. tickets to go to those games, and like to just stick with that. That kind of shows the loyalty that he always says he has. Because yeah, and the, and the and the all sports he, fan has. Because when you get down to it, like when you get to why you're like a fan of a team, a lot of times the, the, it, there's like some shit that. It, it's not that strong. Like you could let it go if mm-hmm. you really wanted to, but like you just stick to it because that's like you got them. It's all you've known. Yeah, exactly. it's all you know exactly. Um, so I'm gonna put that on the list. It's not gonna be in right away. Oh, that's funny. So it's, it's that, on the that, might, that might end up in. being on the list. Like that's like that yeah. might be something that you need to know before coming into it. Like I need to like yeah. If, if there's a rapper that I listen to who's from the California area, like are you He's a Clippers, a Clippers fan? fan? I I need to know before I press play. Like. Yeah, so yeah, throw that on the list. That's a good one. Uh, Let's see. So what's your Let's what's see. your next nomination? So we are gonna move a little bit further down the timeline. We're gonna move to the Prima Donna EP, and we're gonna go straight to the intro because there's an Andre 3000 feature on Prima Donna on the intro, and. Not everybody gets an Andre 3000 feature. Like damn near no one gets an Andre 3000 feature. And Vince Staples got it. And Vince Staples got an Andre 3000 feature. I mean, it's not really a feature though. Let's be clear on that. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's on it. Like I'll say, like it's uh, it's the the hook is a verse from. Damn, why am I so stupid? Is it Elevators? Uh, yes, yeah. But to me. It's not elevators. I'm pretty sure it's ATLs. No, I don't know what it is. It's it's a yeah, it's ATLs. Um yeah, in the middle and- of the verse from ATLs, Andre spits some lines and Vince uses that as a hook, which again, impressive to get that. Yeah, because for me, I to me, like when I see that, because I feel like a lot of people would try to get 3000 stuff into their music. And you don't see it that much. And I, I feel like 3000 has commented on Vince before. I think he's like aware of who Vince is. So for me, when I heard that at the time, I was just like, holy shit, like 3000 knows about Vince Staples because <laughs> you just don't get shit cleared like that out of nowhere. And like I said earlier, like he has this manager who has a great business insight who's got him into a lot of places. So I feel like that might have been part of it. But I feel like 3000 knew about uh, Vince. I, I don't know why. I think like I, I, he, I feel like he was aware of him at that time. So I remember hearing yeah. that and I was like, man, I kind of want like an actual verse from 3000. We never got it, but <laughs> I'm too, 3000 don't even make verses nowadays. <laughs> that, that yeah. he just, he'd be at Starbucks playing Piccolo or some shit. So making uh, Anita Baker shirts. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's. That says a lot because one of the things Vince has been very adamant about, which I feel like he's losing it a little now, but he doesn't do features to just do features. He really only tries to do it with people he's cool with, people he rocks with, people he wants he wants to make music with. So yeah, yeah. if Most Andre of- is someone he felt like he wanted to do it with, that's probably a big move for him. Yeah, most of his features, they really come from his circle. Like, there are a lot of mm-hmm. uh, future dudes, California dudes. Like, you don't hear him 
you know, Mac Mac was really like the only exception there. Um, Again, he's he's very adamant about not being about this rap shit. He does yeah. not like any of the rap stuff and yeah. like the industry stuff, which interesting. Maybe we'll get to it a little later. Oh, we definitely will because I'm gonna bring it up um, in a bit. But so, what exactly from pre- you want Prima Donna as a whole, or do you want War Ready? Honestly, because now I'm thinking about Prima Donna, I'm thinking about the track that had a Rocky feature on it as well. And I remember hearing that and being like, yo, that's crazy too. Um, and there was another feature on that song too, I think. Uh, I believe. No, it was just Rocky. Um, but yeah, I think hearing, like, I remember hearing that whole project as a whole and being like, okay, he got Rocky on here too. Like Andre's on here. I'm hearing him. Like, I think that things are like really, really about the bubble for Vince. And they kind of did. They kind of didn't. Depending depending on who you talk to. I think, you know, he's not like in this uh, superstar realm, but I think he's exactly where he wants to be, honestly. Like, yeah. So, and I mean, it's, it's still growing. It's exactly. definitely still growing. But he's a long way since Prima Donna. So do you want to put the whole thing or do you want to put a song? I do want to put the whole thing. And actually, I'll tell you why I want to put the whole thing. Because if you are a a music video watcher, which I don't know, you may or may not be, the videos that came along with this project were very interesting with their narration. Um, This whole, this project as a whole, I think Vince really started to like really tap into his artistry which is something that to me, we saw a little bit in summertime 06, but it was more, this is my story. This is where I grew up. So it was very familiar with him. With Prima Donna, I felt like he really started to tap into, I'm going to start like thinking outside um, with how I craft videos, how I craft songs, how I structure everything. So it's, this is not a Prima Donna. This is not my favorite Vince Staples project. It's probably something that's kind of middle tier towards the bottom, but I loved what he did creatively on here. And I think some of the moves that he made, they really show strides on Big Fish Theory, which might be my favorite Vince project. So, yeah, for the creativity, for uh, planting the seeds, I'm going to say the Prima Donna EP as a whole. Okay. I mean, another thing I kind of want to touch on Prima Donna, I don't want to spend way too much time on it, but I felt like that was his most... He talked about his love life on there more than I'd ever heard him talk about his love life. Uh, not that he's an insult or anything, but he's not usually the braggadocious type when it comes to women. And there yeah. were a few tracks on here. <laughs> yeah. Where Pim, he felt, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Let It Shine and Smile are both yeah. like depressing songs about breaking up with a woman and that's not something you kind of get from Vince and I've been noticing that a lot lately like he he seems like a happier fellow outside of music when he's making music he gets a little bit like down more and it's not in a way that you see people that make music like that act um yeah he's a lot more eccentric outside of it and I wonder if like what's the real like which one's the real Vince I'm not sure but that's what makes him interesting Um, yeah last thing on that because 
he is someone we do hear him kind of talk about relationships a little bit on summertime of six but i feel like he does it in this kind of immature way like mm-hmm. i feel like he hasn't like really fleshed it out yet um mm-hmm. and, like he's very honest with the way he talks about it on summertime of six uh you look at a song like loca is probably like a great example um but i still think loco's the same loco on prima donna (laughs) it's like similar topic yeah and i think yeah i think he grew within that topic and again i think he grew into it more on big fish theory with shit like love can be something like that so i think yeah it's just an example of like i said earlier him just all like continuously growing so yeah yeah. I'm throwing I'm throwing prima donna on the list. I'm not gonna all put right. it all the way in yet. All right. Um, this next one I think is a shoe-in. We haven't really brought anything up that's out yet, but there's so much to talk about. It's gonna be hard to like really put stuff out. So we'll we'll see. But uh my nomination is the fact that he's a straight edge. He doesn't drink or smoke. Yeah. That, yeah, that has to be on there, honestly. But yeah, I mean it's it speaks a lot to him. Uh I don't know if you've seen him lively. I've I have, seen Vince. Have. I've seen Vince live three times now, and he has asthma, and he is <laughs> very, very insistent that you do not smoke at his show. Yeah, he will stop the show and say, "Turn them all off." He does not want you like to smoke around him. Um, says drinking was never really for him. And I mean, he's got the kind of personality. He doesn't seem like he really needs to do any of that. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where, I mean, and yeah, he talks about in the music too, where, uh, and you even hear similar shit like from Kendrick Lamar, where I I see what this has done to other people, so I'm that's just not gonna be something for me. Um, and yeah, I think that is that's a big part of his music. He talk, I mean, he talks he's talks about it sometimes in in a sly way um mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think this is something that has to be in there and it's yeah it's funny when he talks about it too. like he makes that shit funny <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i remember what's your, <laughs> yeah 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 this is this is on the list for sure what's your uh next now um i'm gonna go with another feature i just mentioned kendrick so we're gonna go to big fish theory and yeah right which is the okay. Kendrick Lamar feature. Um, Kendrick Lamar at this time is probably the biggest rap artist on earth, I would say. I mean, you could yes. have it. You could he... say... Yeah, yeah continue. Ahead. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, no, yeah, this is him getting a feature from the biggest rap artist in the world and a guy who's from his state and he's bringing Kendrick into his world. Um, the beat. Like we've talked about, you know, kind of that EDM house kind of dance vibe. You don't hear Kendrick yeah. on you don't hear Kendrick on a ton of shit like that. And he brings him into his world. He doesn't conform to Kendrick. And Kendrick fucking murders it, dude. <laughs> like Kendrick just comes in and murders it. They're going back and forth. Vince Staples is no slouch on that track either. Like, yeah, this is one of those where he got a track with the premier artist in his genre and he held and he held up with him. So, so yeah. I don't think this is the best song on the album. It's I agree. Not my favorite song on the album. I agree. But, but for the reasons you were saying, biggest art, biggest artist on the planet, and he put him on a track produced by Sophie and Flu. Yeah. And kind of like you were saying, repeat what you were saying. Like he 
brought him into his world and made him conform to him. And that's kind of impressive stuff, you know, like he wasn't trying to outshine Kendrick. He was trying to bring Kendrick on the ride with him. Yeah. And he, he decided to do it on big fish, which was pretty cool. Um, we, I, I mentioned earlier how like the big fish stuff leans into electronic music, which he enjoys a lot, Yeah, but turns out, uh, he had an interview with Big Boy in the neighborhood after he made FM, which will we'll, we'll 100% get, in. we'll get, into, talk, the, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. 100% get into FM. Uh, and he said that he really only made Big Fish so that way he could tour with uh, the Gorillas, I believe. Who yeah. And we might talk song. about the Gorillas too, because I might. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's got a song with the Gorillas. So. Yeah, yeah, right. If we pick yeah, right by itself, it, it's in for me. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't want to do Big Fish as a whole because I think yeah, right is one of those that just stands. Even Yeah, I think we both agree it's not the best song on there, but just for what it meant for his career, I think it has to, it, it can stand alone, I think. Oh, it's not even, it's not even a single. That's the funny thing of the way yeah. we're talking about this it's not a single like bag back big bag fish back rain come down i'm pretty sure party people was on like a madden like every other song on this had connections but yet yeah right feels like the one that we should put in because of the people that worked on it and the song itself and what it did yep i agree um so if you haven't noticed lee seems to be doing all music I seem to be doing all the other <laughs> bullshit. And I'm going to stick to all the other bullshit. Uh, the next thing I kind of want to talk about is, uh, oh man, this is actually going to be a touchy subject, but we, okay. we got to talk about it. Um, yeah. He did an interview at Coachella where he yeah. mentioned the fact that R. Kelly keeps getting away with locking girls in basements. This is and, a this is an interesting thing <laughs> because oh yeah you go ahead and talk about it real quick. <clears throat> Whether it's right or wrong, um, not the R. Kelly shit. That's one hundred percent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whether it's right or wrong that he gets credited for kind of starting a movement with that, um, I think people were just assuming it was the same as Hannibal Burris and Bill Cosby. It wasn't. I feel like the R. Kelly stuff has been out there for a while and people were very cognizant of it. And he kind of just brought it back into light in that interview um, that I'm not sure many people saw, but still he yeah. is that type of person. They, he was having a conversation. They brought up the fact, uh, said some shit like, I'm not worried about going to jail. They don't send rich people to jail. Look at R. Kelly. He's still doing all this. And the interviewer was very nervous and very scared. Because again, that's what Vince does. He's just gonna say some shit. Yeah. He's not gonna say some shit in the way Kanye says some shit to be a contrarian or to kind of like rile people up. Vince is just saying that because that's what he felt needed to be the response in that situation. This is an interesting thing because I remember when this happened. It was Coachella. He was doing an interview with Complex. Nadeska Alexis was the interviewer. She's a very talented. Um, journalist she has a show on beats one she's this very credited journalist 
And I think they have they have mm-hmm. done they've done interviews before. So they have a rapport. Yeah, they 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 had a rapport that it seemed like they were friends and, and she instantly joked, You're gonna get me fired. <laughs> and this this thing that you don't even think is a thing, right? Like if you say R. Kelly is a piece of shit, that's that shouldn't be a thing. <laughs> like that should just be yeah. some shit that everybody says. But yeah, I remember this happening and people talking about it. And I was mm-hmm. like, why are we talking about this? R. Kelly is a piece of shit. Vince Staples said it because he was making a point that was true. <laughs> R. Kelly was very much not in jail at that time, I don't think. And no, people were, not. yeah, he people were talking much. about it. And they shouldn't have been because he just said what it was. But people yeah. were talking about that for like a week. That's And yeah, yeah. What, what, a, what a weird thing that happened <laughs> with that. Yeah, I was trying to find the Vincent interview that I felt deserved to be in there. And there's a lot of funny moments and a lot of like, like the hot ones interview is funny. Yeah. The big boy in the neighborhood one is important. Yeah. Uh, This felt like the one that summed it all up. And one that really. Yeah. Yeah. Such a weird thing. If if you were there for that time, that we're doing this thing kind of like if you weren't there, but if you were there, (laughs) like, I, I know you remember this and you, we're feeling like us like this is kind of weird this is a thing but yeah he spent some time on twitter arguing about it for sure oh yeah so are we are we putting it in yeah throw that on the list yeah that i'm my brain is still running just thinking about that now i'm going back to that time and like is it is it in or is it on the list throw throw it on the list but i'm leaning in like i think okay okay um What's your next nomination? Let's see. I'm going to go with something that's pretty recent. Some of the most recent music that we music ish that we've heard from Vince. And that is the uh, Kenny Beats freestyle on the cave. Okay. Um, This was an early episode of the caves. I think it was like season one, one of the first, you know, handful of episodes. Kenny Beats, a producer. Um, he does a lot of great work. Uh, he has a freestyle show. Rappers come in. He makes them beat from scratch. They make a freestyle to it. It's a fun time all around. And it's back. So if you're a fan of The Cave, The Cave is back. Isaiah Rashad did the first episode of the season. But the Vince Staples episode of The Cave is probably the one that I watched the most. Because it's just fucking hilarious, right? Like, it's him. Mm-hmm. And I think one of his, like, childhood friends, one of his homies, they're just kicking it with Kenny Beats. They're just harassing him while he makes this beat. <laughs> like, they're just making fun yeah, of him. Their like, relationship is very funny. And then Vince just gets in there. And, well, first, before he even does the rap, he complains to Kenny Beats because Kenny Beats put a drop on it. And then he thinks the beat doesn't drop just classic Vince right like he's like this what the fuck is this like you're fucking this up and this up and this up but then he finally gets into it and he's just like he's just spazzing and he's just like it's such a fun freestyle and you get the classic memeable Kenny Beats is the police moment like (laughs) and like who knew when Shaq was talking about a police presence he was talking about Kenny Beats like y'all don't know that but that's what it was so this was one of those that video was just playing on a loop for me and I that was it's a good combination of where we talk about Vince. So much of it is not the music and some of it. And it's, I mean, it's, you know, kind of like an even split of not the music, the other shit in the music. 
this is great because you get the music, you get him rapping, and you just get him having fun. So Kenny Beats, The Cave, Vince Staples, that's my next nomination. Yeah, um, his relationship with Kenny Beats, super funny. (laughs) Shout out to Kenny Beats, too, man. Yeah, I mean, we're definitely going to get back to him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't really have a strong opinion on that Cave episode. So I'm going to suggest we put it on the list and kind of yeah. revisit it. Throw it on the list. Throw yeah. it on the list. Because I think we have, we're yeah. doing like 10 for the for the final, right? Or is 10 there for like the final. Number? How many have we final. got right now? We're at 11. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. Not in. In right now. Yeah. In, we only got six. Okay, so we got um, six. Okay, okay. And we've mentioned 11 things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. My next nomination. Okay, yeah. All right. Uh, I've talked a lot about how Vince isn't like a fan of this rap shit. (laughs) And to prove that, people were very mad about Big Fish. And they were very mad that he did electronic music behind raps. So he did a fundraiser and said if you pay me two million dollars i will retire rap and i will leave you guys all alone you'll never hear a verse from me again and dropped a song with it called get the fuck off my dick (laughs) and set up a gofundme page let me tell you i'm gonna be honest I personally, I don't know if this is something that, that if we're talking about Vince Staples Capsules, I don't know if it should be on there, but I'll tell you why it is going to be on there. Do you know where Vince Staples was the night that that song came out? No. He was in Oklahoma City. <laughs> he was doing a show in Oklahoma City, and I was there. And it was... It's on the list. It's just one of the, before I even finish my One of thought. the great... <laughs> Exactly. One of the greatest shows I've ever been to in my life. Vince Staples. Um, like I said earlier, we agree he's not, you know, our favorite rapper and shit like that. But since we both seen him live, what he can do with a live performance, not many people are touching that. He puts a lot of money into his shows. I think he even on the big store. I think Hold he, on. I'm gonna interrupt you here. Talk to me. I've seen him three times. I did not have fun, like really, any of those three times. Really, he's not—he's not a good live performer. I, I just dis- like him so I disagree. much. I just keep going. I think he, I don't. I think what he does with a show, I, and I don't think I've. I'm trying. Like I've seen. I've been to a decent amount of shows. I don't think I've seen like Earth Gang is. I think Earth Gang is maybe the best show I've ever been to, but I think Vin, I think Vince is right there for me. Like, it's not even about necessarily him. Like you know, rapping to the song or something like that. Just, I, he, he has this stage presence to me that is like next level. It's almost, it's not even that of like a hip hop act to me, which is why he does so good with like the EDM and shit like that. Um, Yeah. I listen. I, yeah. I had a blasting at Vince. Vince is, it's like my top two or three shows. Like I, I think he is, I think where it's, it's one of his best uh features. I've even heard him talking in interviews where he said he makes music now for the show. Like that's something that's a big reason why his shows got better as time got on because he realized, well, shit, I got to make music to do these shows. Cause I'm half to do shows to make money. I mean, that's where the, yeah, that's what the money is. But back to the get the fuck off my dick and him trying to retire. Yes. He ends up, he does donate the money 
So before I put the bad guy label on Vince, he donates the money. But he revealed later it was actually a. Uh, I think it, it was, was, like, was like promo. It was a marketing plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was promo for the single. It was a marketing plan by an intern, not even an employee. So whoever thought of that, shout out to them. I hope they got a job somewhere now. <laughs> yeah. It was a it was an intern at the record label and they came up with that. And the reason I wanted to bring that up, Vince might be one of the biggest rappers, if not the biggest rapper, still on a regular record label deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he was with Def Jam. I don't. He, I think he's with Motown now. Uh, Un- Universal mm-hmm. Music Group with Motown. But yeah, he's a, he's pretty much his whole career. He's always been attached to. He signed to Jeff Def Jam, uh, because he because of No ID. If you know No ID is, uh, mm-hmm. one of the most you know important producers. I'd say the two thousands, late nineties. So he signed oh, with yeah. Def Jam because of No ID. Yeah, he left uh, Def Jam, but he's with a uh, Motown now. So yeah, he's always been in the major label system. Yeah. And he said before, um, I'm never talking bad about the label because the labels always had my back full like industry guy. And that's interesting to me because like at the time it does not seem that out of the box that he would simply retire with $2 million and go live somewhere and kind of chill. <laughs> yeah. Now he, cle- he clearly has the 2 million at this point. So the fact he hasn't done it, kind of means he might still enjoy music but yeah and i think like you said with him it's kind of weird that he signed him age live because we've we've been like gushing over his like awareness of how the internet culture works and how smart mm-hmm. he is you, a lot of people with that kind of mind frame a lot of them are independent right now yeah he he has the savviness to kind of take advantage so, of his brand outside of a label yet he's still there yeah, because it, yeah. it also feels like he does not want to do that work. He, I, yeah, <laughs> he doesn't want I to put agree. in that effort. I agree. I agree. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Throw get the fuck off my dick on, on the list. Special moment okay. for me. I remember getting in the car. I remember leaving the show. I was very happy. I had a great time at the show. I remember getting in the car because right before he left, he was like, oh yeah, by the way, I got a single coming out tonight. It'll probably be out by the time y'all leave. So I'm in the car and I'm driving home. And uh, rest assured, he tweets out, "Get the fuck off my dick." Here's the link, and I played that shit like six times on the way on the way back to my apartment. Like, yeah, special moment for me. So yeah, throw that on the list for sure. Um, yeah, what was I gonna say? That's that's on the list. What's your uh, what's your next nomination? So, yeah, we've been jumping around timeline-wise. We are going to go to 20, 2015 mm-hmm. uh, because 2015 was a pretty big year for Vince. Two major things happened that I think are both going to have to be on the list in some regard. The first one I'm not going to get into. The second one, uh, Vince was a XXL freshman in 2015. Oh, which yeah. at this time in 2015, being a double XL freshman is still a pretty big deal. Um, it's still a it's a decent deal now, <laughs> not as big as it used to be. But I think the curtain pulled back on it a little too much to figure out how people actually got on the list for anyone to really care. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. The past two or three years, it, it's gotten weird because like lists have been like leaking and shit like that. 
But yeah. here in 2015, a double XL freshman is still very, very much a thing. And Vince Staples makes it 2015, which to me is pretty interesting because I think at that time, I don't think he had a huge body of work to command it. Like summertime 06, which is the other thing that happened in 2015. Summertime 06 hadn't even come out yet. Um, he had pretty much just had Hell Can Wait uh, installing youth in the Shining Culture series. But yeah, he is a double XL freshman in 2015, and that is a big deal at that time. So yeah, I think that's something that's got to be there. Um, I'm going to disagree with you, man. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going to say it really doesn't matter. And as long as we keep building it up, the more that we're going to pretend it matters. And I think he's had so much of a career that we can come up with 10 things to put in this time capsule that doesn't involve that like bullshit ass list. So I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking at this list right now. It is filthy. <laughs> I mean, there's some shit on here. Uh, who's, K- who's, his, who's on the 2015? So we got Dej Loaf, uh, Fetty Wap, Rory. Uh, shout, shout out to Rory. Oh, man, Rory. We got Kid Kid. We got Who? Kid. <laughs> we got Kid Kid. We got Tink. We got OG Mako. We got K Camp. And we got Goldlink. Interesting. That, that might be the worst freshman list like I've ever seen, actually. So I'm putting that on the list. We'll get back to it if we yeah, need to, but list. it's like it's on the it's on the bottom of the list for me right now. Um, it's middle for me because I think just mm-hmm. at that time, I because I was like, yeah, I wasn't that hip to, I wasn't that hip to Vince at that time. Like I don't think I was like hearing him on those ciphers was some of the first shit because I, I remember his cipher was him and OG Mako and Goldlink, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember like, damn, he rapping his ass off. So, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, 2015 is really before the streaming boom. Like, streaming was there, yeah, it was kind of there. Um, SoundCloud was there, but the way we access music now compared to then, that's why stuff like Double XL mattered. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, I it's it's in consideration. Yeah, we'll see. We got yeah, we got so much shit. It it is tough to do like a ten. If it was like fifteen or twenty, I think it'd be there. But yeah, ten. It we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the non music shit. His first film appearance. You know, big movie guy over here. Yeah. Have sure. you seen the movie Dopely? I know you don't watch a lot of movies. I have, have seen, seen the movie Dope. It's been a while, so I don't remember like shit about it. I have seen it though. I didn't even know he was in it though, honestly. Really? Is, oh, is he in it for man. like a is he in it for a while? No, he's in it for one scene. Okay, it's okay. the funniest scene in the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> they the kids and dope are trying to get into a club and they're not letting them in because they're clearly not old enough to be in a club. Yeah. And someone says something about a slippery slope, and Vince goes on a soliloquy about the phrase slippery slope. And it's one of the funniest things. And the movie is one of the funniest things about Vince. Um, he can kind of do that goofy attitude stuff. And it seems like he wants to get more into acting now. So I, I kind of want to include dope or at least put it in consideration. Cause yeah, it, this, is, <laughs> this is something that I think should be considered because like when I was talking earlier about Prima Donna and some of the videos that came through with that album, it showed him really kind of getting into that bag. Like he was acting a lot in that video. And 
the way it was written and produced it's a very it's like a very interesting video like and yeah, yeah I'm, and yeah it's actually now i'm looking up it's just prima donna it's like a 10 minute video and he like mm-hmm. it's like little sections of each song so yeah and he yeah. was acting very good in that too so yeah i hope we see vince staples acting some more like i think yeah that'd be, uh that'd he's dope. he's done laser wolf he's done uh shout out, shout out shout out to tyler laser wolf. yes shout out to troll withers tyler yeah. i am yeah uh the reason me and lee are together doing correct. this show correct uh but who what's your next i'm putting it on in yeah, consideration yeah. Yeah, throw on that the on list. List. Uh, what's your next nom so the next nomination for me it's another uh song mm-hmm. and we're gonna go to we're going to the black panther soundtrack because oh. he has a song pretty much by himself on there called mm-hmm. ops and yes ops is fucking crazy like i love what he did on ops and it was perfectly built for the soundtrack like the beat um which kind of plays off the black panther the movie like wakanda shit like you hear some of those sounds like actually in the movie i think so you get that on the production side and then you just get vince like really spazzing like this is vince his voice is always monotone. It's something that we haven't brought up. His voice is pretty much monotone on everything. Like he's going to sound the same on <laughs> everything, but on ops, he's kind of switching his flow up a little bit and he's getting in a different pocket that I hadn't really seen him get into. And so, yeah, just based on that, the song is dope. Not even that black Panther, one of the highest grossing films of all time. And he has a solo song on the soundtrack. There's a feature on it, but it's pretty much a Vince Stable song. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it plays in well in the movie too yeah uh it is during the korean fight scene i'm pretty sure yeah. uh when they're in seoul and they're in the casino yeah uh there's like a car chase and ops is playing in the background so it fits in really well with the movies too yeah so yeah that that's got that's got to be my norm i yeah. I, I imagine uh, that check was uh was a nice i hope it, i hope it was um we're gonna duke it out so we're gonna have to cut ourselves off at some point i mean yeah I, i'm running out. i think lists. i have like we, we can do like two more a piece uh one or, one or two more oh, pieces. Man. yeah so let me see what actually real quick uh okay yeah i'm gonna make that i'm gonna categorize that instead of just ops I'm going to categorize it with songs on soundtracks because he also has a really great feature on the Queen and Slim soundtrack called okay. Yo called Yo Love with Black. Yes. Um, I think that is that might be his most streamed song. So I think that no, might be his his song with Billie Eilish is his most streamed, okay. which I have not heard. I have. <laughs> and I was actually considering putting that on my list because, like you said, it's his biggest song. Yeah. And he actually has a good verse on it, too. I mean, I do you want to talk about it real quick? Uh, you can. Uh, talk about, I have nothing to say. Well, yeah. Let me let me close up. I, I want to categorize that instead of uh just ops. Mm-hmm. I want to do ops and yo love because I want to do this. And he has a feature on the Spider Man soundtrack, Spider Man Far From Home. Yes, yeah, he, he has a feature on that soundtrack as well. So that's three features. I, I want to categorize that as one thing. So sound soundtrack, soundtrack features. I'm gonna categorize as a whole thing from this. All because, right. Like that's just expanding his reach like crazy, and I'm. He, those bags are probably fucking nuts. 
That's that's probably why he's not <laughs> doing them. Chilling. Yeah, because yeah, he can just fucking. So yeah, I'm gonna do that. And then as far as that Billy Eilish feature, I won't, I don't have a ton to say about that. I think it's a dope song you should check out, but it's uh like it, it's a pop, like it's Billy Eilish, so it's a pop song, but Vince Staples is like how we talked about with Kendrick, how Vince brought Kendrick into his world. He went into Billy Eilish's realm on that song. Like he he doesn't mm-hmm. cur- he doesn't curse on that verse, I don't think. So I think that it's a clean verse from him. Um which is kind not of not a is, whole lot of gang talk, I imagine. Yeah, it's very it's a very different verse from Vince, but he's still uh flowing very well on it. He's getting introspective a little bit, talking about love and shit. This, yeah, that's one that I think I mean I'm not I'm not that big on it, but I think it has to be there just because it it opens so many eyes to Vince Staples. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I think that's something that's gotta be there. It's not, it's like, it's just from the music standpoint, I don't think it's anything to really write home about, but just mm-hmm. career wise, I think it's something that you, you got to include. And the song's name is Ann Burn, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it's, okay. it's, the, it's the last song on that album from Billy. So, what I want to nominate, I don't know if you've heard this. I'm, I was a huge fan. I kind of lost out listening to it a little bit, but Ramona Radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never really listened to it. I think, uh, fuck. Oh, this you have the, to listen to the first episode. I, real uh, quick. If, if, God damn it. This is the third time you have to do this. Shout out to Thomas, because I think Thomas was also <laughs> telling me about Ramona Radio. So shout out to Thomas. This is the third time I've shouted you out on our podcast. Thank I'm you. I'm going to need to talk to him about it, because, listen, if you're listening to this and you're interested in, I mean, I'm assuming you're interested in events if you've made it this far and you're Correct. still listening. Correct. Um, <laughs> You have to listen to the first episode of Ramona Radio. Don't really have to listen to much else after. Um, you can if you want to. It's all pretty good. Um, he just does a radio show. He put me on to a lot of new music when I was listening to it. Uh, put me on to Roddy Rich, actually, on one of the shows. Uh, so he does have a good ear for other music and was really trying to put his friends on and stuff. Um, but he's hilarious. So in between songs... He's kind of talking about it, and he even makes a joke at one point about how everyone just wants a podcast from him, and he's not doing that shit, so this is the best we're going to (laughs) get. And, yeah, he's super funny. He takes calls, messes with callers. Uh, I I used to listen to it on my ride to school, like college, and I remember just being, like, cracking up on the city bus and people just looking at me funny, and I can't hold in my laughter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he's he's a funny ass dude so i definitely want to put in ramona radio um put on a lot of la artists from there at least especially to me um which is probably the purpose because you know i'm a kid from the midwest i don't know who uh who levin collie yeah from ramona shout out to levin collie man super talented yeah so i mean it, it really did its job and it's a lot of fun it's a great listen so if you haven't heard it at least listen to season one episode one um there's some there's some great stuff on there um music wise and like jokes and stuff all right i'm thinking in my head because we've cut we've covered a lot we've covered most of what we need to cover i think no there's there's a lot we need to cover that's what yeah well i think I think a lot want, of stuff you want to do some quick hitters. I think some stuff we're gonna have to combine because 
to me, like I had my one and two are Senorita and North North. You could okay. even really consider that just summertime with six as a whole. You could consider that the whole out, which is tough for a capsule. But even, well, if you wanted to just do one thing for summertime, it would have to be North North, right? Like, yeah, I was I was just going to say, yeah. let's just do North. North it would have North to be North is, is yeah. the single. It's one of my favorite songs from them. It's a great video. It was um, the moment where he, he had really hit like mm-hmm. it, he had really hit virally when with North North. Uh, mm-hmm. There's that video that a lot of you have seen of the old white lady, well, not old, the white mom, like freaking out because her kids listening to North North, and she was reading the North North lyrics just like in tears. Yeah, I forgot about that until you said it right now. One of the, shit. One of the funniest hey. videos on the internet. Um, yeah, so North North as a whole, yeah, video, North North reaction has, video, everything. If we're talking about summertime of six, which as a whole is a thing that is important for Vince because at this point, if, if, well today that's that's the album for vince whether it's his best work or not i think it's debatable i think it's the one that people remember him by the most so mm-hmm. summertime of six as a record you i think it's something that you should, you should listen out. to but north north is the song north north is the one to. that for time capsule purposes north 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 is what we're going to single out i agree yeah um but as a project as a whole uh, the only project we have in as a whole right now is stolen youth and I want to make a strong argument to put in, well, Prima Donna's also on the list, but I want to make a strong argument to put in FM. Um, yeah, this is something. FM that... is definitely my favorite. Uh, it's a quick album. It's a fun album. It's, it's an idea that he felt like he could fully execute, and he really did. And he, right now, he's at the peak of his powers because of this i think yeah fm is one of those where <clears throat> with, with summertime on six you get him talking about how he grew up it's his basically it's not really his debut but traditionally it's almost like a debut when you look at the way he's telling his story and mm-hmm. the length of the album it's like you know two discs like 20 songs it's it almost it plays like a debut almost but what he did with FM was he took his story and his life and he turned it into this fun concept of mm-hmm. collaborating with Big Boy, who's a legendary L.A. Uh, DJ, has a radio show, um, funny guy all around. He collaborates with Big Boy, his radio show, and they have interludes and skits throughout this album where the album is basically playing through just like a day on Big Boy's radio show. And yeah, this is... I like FM. I don't, I don't, I don't love it as much as you do. I remember we we talked about it before. I think Mm -hmm. I have it kind of middle of the pack. I think you have it a little up top, but. Oh, it's by far the, my favorite of his. I I revisit it so often. Um, I didn't revisit much for this episode because I think we're talking about Vince as a whole. I didn't really go back, listen to much music, but I listen to FM for sure. Just because I wanted to. Um, That's, that's as big of a lock for in for me as I can give right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because in terms of like big picture for Vince career, I don't know what's like the biggest is fun. Fun's probably the biggest song in there from like a popularity standpoint, maybe. I yeah, would say. I mean, I think fun's the only one over three minutes. <laughs> yeah, and fun. like I just yeah, fun is great. Brand new Tyga. That shit fucking slaps. Brand new Earl. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Brand new Earl's the best Earl I've ever heard. But that's a different conversation. Yeah, the, yeah. We're sticking out Vince. <laughs> yeah, FM is this 
yeah i don't i don't even know how to really describe it um for sure oh do you have anything else i have one more thing i want to nominate what else do you got you go you nominate that and i'll i don't think i have anything else but okay vince staples show um three songs three videos that are about eight minutes long each video they're a little episode like it's kind of like a web show super funny vince and his acting stuff and the music's good that's why i'm super excited for this next album because like even after fm he picked up the steam did more west coast music did more like fun music and i mean the i would watch all three i would suggest to watch all three videos they're all super funny and they're all super entertaining um it's kind of in the realm of atlanta and what's what's the little dicky show dave dave yeah yeah kind of in that realm uh but a little more goofy um he does like <laughs> takes a headphone off and like kung fu kicks someone through a window like 40 feet <laughs> yeah he had, he had ray j in one of the videos uh i think buddy, buddy yeah buddy this is an interesting thing with vince because yeah while he's showcasing that cinematic side as well and kind of getting into that uh the bar the barbershop scene where he fights the dudes in the barbershop is fucking hilarious but I love what he's doing musically here. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's it's like I said, it's a continued theme throughout the show, just growth from Vince. Um, Hellbound is something that I don't think there was a video. I don't know if there's a video of Hellbound, but Hellbound there's is not. Hellbound is one where he's he's singing more like he's singing stronger than I think I've ever heard Vince Staple sing. Yeah. Um it's a very melodic song, but it's still dark in theme, you know. <laughs> hell bound we're going down um but he's he's singing like you're going to get ice cream it's yeah and then i shouldn't say that he's a lot harder to say and then like something like sheet music he's singing here too you know margella blue chucks you know Miami soup like he's he's singing here in these three kind of songs in this little three pack more than usual which i like because i like when rappers kind of get on that melodic shit and yeah, it's it's more growth from Vince, and I'm yeah, it makes me excited for the future because I like that he's playing with this these kind of sounds. Okay, so and, and he got Ray J on one of the videos, so shout out to that. He's been talking about Ray J forever, so yeah, big Ray J fan, big Bow Wow fan. Yeah. Um, oh man, yeah, we could we got to cut the list. Yes, yeah, yeah, stop, stop, stop it right there. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say because we could talk about his Bow Wow fandom and those interviews. Those yeah. are funny. What what are what are the locks that we got right now? So right now, what we have in is Stolen Youth, the Sprite sponsorship, the Nate video, Rain, him being Straight Edge, Yeah Right, the song, North North, the video and the reaction video and the song, like all together, and FM. That's eight. Okay, out of those, just eight, for mine, the rain, mm-hmm. rain can come off. Um, okay, for sure. I you love felt rain. very adamant about that. Yeah, rain is a one. You, rain okay. is a person. It's a personal one for me. I love what they did on that song, and I think it it shows a lot about their relationship. I, like I think I said it earlier, it, if you want to get more into that side of Vince and Mac, and you want to get into their relationship more. Um, yeah, stolen youth, which already, which because we we already kind of covered that with stolen youth, but I think mm-hmm. rain, rain is like an elevated version of that. So if you want to get more into that, I would 
say do that. But yeah, I'd, I'd take it off the list. Um, damn, I kind of want to take off the straight edge stuff. <sighs> I think there's some stuff that's a little more important. I feel like that's something you can kind of pick up if you kind of just listen to his. Yeah, if you listen to the songs and stuff. Yeah, and like, yeah, because like when you think of straight edge, you, you know, what I mean. Vince still talking about like yeah I'm not doing it I'm selling the shit so he, like you know what I mean you still get that shit in the music too so yeah I think because we got some we got some other shit that we probably got though in there um, so on the list we've got Hive which I kind of feel like I've ruled out but so we need to pick four we need to pick four out of these okay yeah give we me got, the list we got Hive we got being a Clippers fan we got Prima Donna we got the R. Kelly interview. We got the cave. We got get the fuck off my dick. The XXL list. We got his dope appearance, the soundtrack songs, and burn. Ramona Radio, the Vince Staples show. Yeah, pick four. Okay. So. Okay, two, is there anything? What two like are the most out? important? Yeah, I mean, there's some that's jumping out to me. I got two that jump out to me. For, like, a capsule purpose, I think, for me, like, the soundtrack shit kind of jumps out. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, that just puts you in front of, like, such a larger audience. And it's even him still showcasing, like, dope shit performance-wise. That's probably, like, the one that I would say. Like, everything else, like, the the shit that I picked, I think everything else is pretty, like, debatable. I think that, that would probably be the one. I'll concede that if I can get Ramona Radio on there. Yeah, I'm down for that because, and yeah, that's an important thing because a lot of artists have done that. A lot mm-hmm. of them, a lot of them have been marquee artists. You think of Drake mm-hmm. with OVO Radio is obviously yeah. the main one. Um, there have been a couple more that are kind of just blanking my mind right now, but you think of that for like premier artists. You don't think of that for kind of guys like on that next tier so yeah i think that's a pretty big deal that he would because that was with like beats one right that was like a mm-hmm. yeah. that's that's apple it's an apple music exclusive yeah so the fact that they would tap him for that like yeah that's a big deal so yeah so I'm my down. so we need two more two more can, can you say well, what's available again so i'll i'll give you i'll tell you straight up now i don't want high vibes Okay, <laughs> you're adamant against Hive. I, I, I get that. Uh, there's the Clippers. There's Prima Donna. There's R. Kelly interview. There's the Cave. There's Get the Fuck Off My Dick. There's the XL list. There's Dope. There's Burn. There's the Vince Staples show. So, so if we only have two... It, I'm gonna say this. I I don't think either one of us wanted on the list, but I would say M. Burned would have to be on the list. And the other one, I would give. No, but from, it, it's it's our list. So if we don't want it on the list, bro, we don't got to put. It on the list. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I will say for one of yours, I think the do- I think the dope thing should be on there. Um, really, I think the I think the R. Kelly thing needs to be on there. That's my number one right now. Um, I feel I like will, we need an interview I will, interview on there. I will say, yeah, it was such a, it's, yeah, it's such a Vince Staples fucking moment, like, in time. And, yeah. I, At the like, same time, I don't think he wants to be known for it, though, so I would probably keep it off. 
Yeah, it, and it, it's such a weird because I'm trying to go back in my mind because the more I'm thinking about it, the more I, I realize how big that thing was. <laughs> like it was way, it was, it was way bigger than it way bigger been. than it needed needed yeah. to be. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, what are, you, what are you thinking? We got two. Honestly, I'm putting the R. Kelly thing on there because whether he likes it or not, it's attached to him. Yeah, it was this. Yeah, it was this weird thing for Vince, and like, like I said it earlier, where, like, yeah, people weirdly found out about Vince Staples through that. I think most people already knew who he was, who saw that, but yeah, it was just a weird thing where he was a part of like the hip hop news cycle for a couple of days, which is like a month and now <laughs> previous times, but yeah, damn, we gotta find the last one now. Oh, you know. <sighs> I, so how, some, how do we feel about the Clippers thing? Is that in contention? This is this is an interesting thing for me because I like I don't know if it's in there. Like I feel like for us, it's a thing that can maybe be in there, but I don't know if like for some random person trying to get into Vince yeah. Staples, I don't know if it's I don't a think thing. it's in there. I don't think it's in there. And now I'm when, getting, when we're coming down to the last one, I don't know if it should be. In there. I'm getting even more nervous because there's something that I didn't even. Uh, bring up that i think should maybe be considered something that you brought up bring earlier. it up now bring um, it up now it's a thing that in my notes i call the white people features which are his features on the flume um oh and yeah honestly this could even be grouped in with the billy eilish shit uh he featured on a flume album in 2016 on smoke and retribution which is just this big poppy fucking edm shit that doesn't fit vince staples and he just floats on there and then, class on it. and then he goes on the Gorillas album, um, track two, but he's the first voice you hear on there. And he's on Ascension, he's on Ascension, which is track two mm-hmm. on the flu on the Gorillas album. And he's he also on there goes too. Yeah. Like fucking <laughs> wet like that wet like Barbara Streisand line is <laughs> like that shit is crazy. And then yeah, the Billy Iowa shit, like I said earlier, that's probably his biggest song. So yeah, I have that in a group in my notes. I, ca- I called it the white people features because... <laughs> okay, this so is... I'm cool with the white people features, but to double check, I'm going to go one by one. White people features over the Clippers. Yes or no? Yes. yes. Yeah. White people features over Prima Donna. Yes. Over the cave. Yes. Over get the fuck off my dick. Yes, even though p- personal uh, sentiments aside, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have to say yes. Um, the freshman list. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna say yes. Yeah. yeah. Dope. Yeah, I'm gonna say. I even nominated dope. I'm gonna put it over dope because you watched the movie, you didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then the Vince Staples show. So the white people features in the Vince Staples show. This is actually tough because, like, I was just gushing about all the fucking progression that he made musically on that. So this would be my argument. I think the Vince Staples show is very similar to FM. And I think the white people features is very similar to us putting Yeah Right in there. I mean, yes and no, because, like, I mean, like, it's one thing to, you know, go to Kendrick, who's a pioneer, like a 
a, a superstar in his own right, but in your field. And it's another thing mm-hmm. for you to go out of your field. And but he's working. He's working with Sophie, and he's working with Flume. On yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm yeah, but even in terms of like from the perspective of outsiders to Vince, like when they, mm-hmm. they might not hear. Yeah. Right. Like they, okay. like you would hope they would, but they might not, but they're going, they're going to hear that flume album. They're going to hear, they're going to okay. hear that gorillas album. They're going to hear that Billy Eilish album. Listen, listen to prove your point. I swear to God, I was in like a college, like kickback thing and a woman of fairer skin. A white woman uh, was getting pissy about the music, and she asked if I could play "Smoke and Retribution" by Flume, and that's where I learned the song. I put it on, and I was like, "Wait, hold the fuck up! Is that Vince Staples?" And yeah, okay, that's another thing about it. Where if you're kind of on our side, where you're a Vince Staples fan, you don't you don't even know he's doing the white people features because that's like yeah. some shit that's not even in your fucking realm, so you don't even know. And yeah, and he keeps it to himself; he's not promoting yeah. it. So yeah. You know what? Just just for that experience right there, I think that's an over Vince Staples show. As much as I love Vince Staples show, that's Man. like right outside. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So our ten before we leave the capsule. The capsule. If you are listening and you want to get into Vince or you want to show someone Vince, this is the ten things. The Lee cliff and I notes. Think. Yeah. Lee and I think you should show them. The Stolen Youth uh, mixtape produced by Mac Miller. Yep. The Sprite ad campaign and his love for Sprite. Yes. The Nate music video and song. Yes. Shout to Fonleroy. <laughs> yes. The Yeah Right song with Kendrick Lamar produced by Sophie and Flo. North North, the song, the video in the reaction video of the white lady being mad about hearing North North on the radio. I hope that white lady and her kids are doing okay. I really do. <laughs> I'm not going to say all that, but shout out to <laughs> you. FM, the album. Yeah. The soundtrack songs that Vince put out. Yep. Um, Spider-Verse, Queen Black and Slim. Panther, Queen and Slim. He was, even, I think he was, he's done, I looked up, he doesn't fit on Creed too. He was on Creed 1 mm-hmm. and 2, the soundtrack. Yes, so. yes, he was. Whole lot of um, soundtrack work from Vince. Ramona Radio. The Vince Staples interview where he mentions R. Kelly to Complex at Coachella. Um, and the aforementioned white people features. The white, the white people features. How Lynch, how Lee classified it as yeah. white people music that yeah. if you were to listen to hip hop, you might not run into. Vince has done a lot of those, mostly with uh, EDM artists. Um, and his his literal most streamed song is "And Burn" by Billie Eilish, which I still haven't heard yet. Yeah. So it's it's important to him and his work. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and I think it's a we're we're about to get out of here, but I think it shows. I think it's it's given him inspiration, honestly, too. To where he's continuing to tap into these other genres and get new ideas and new thoughts for his own music. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need him to go like Billy Eilish on his next album, but I hope he takes some of these influences that he's doing from other artists and it, it grows his work. So I know it's growing his fan base for sure as well. Yeah. So thank you all for listening. Hopefully you tune into Vince's new work and yes. his new Netflix show coming up. 
Yes. We're all big fans. Single uh, single came out last week. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because we ain't got time. But yeah, <laughs> single came out last week. Like and subscribe. Give us five stars. And, yes. Uh, hopefully you join us next week. Yeah, hopefully you tuned in. Depending on how long this is, we might cut the shit into two parts because this, <laughs> this is the longest shit we've ever done easily. Nope. But nope. One part, okay, one, one part. part okay, yeah. Part. It's youngest first episode back, so we had to we, we had to get a little longer on the time. So yeah, thank y'all for fucking with us. And we'll see y'all next week. Thank you. Have a good week.